With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's hour two on this Tuesday. Come on in. Stay a while. Coming up, we'll play the game that is sweeping the nation. Know your Texas Rangers. They're going to the World Series. Game seven tonight. That'll be the Phillies hosting the pesky Diamondbacks. And the Lakers, Nuggets, Suns, and Warriors will kick off the NBA season. This just in from uh, Shams. The Suns, Bradley Beal, unlikely to play tonight against the Warriors. The uh, the Suns are taking a cautious approach to Beal's back ailment to begin the new season. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning. All of those watching on Peacock, thank you. Downloading the uh, app to watch our show all three hours and our radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400 cities. Uh, Seton, what do we have, poll question-wise, from Hour 1 that carries over perhaps to Hour 2? Well, Hour 1 we put up there, uh, Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback, frustrating, or a good but not clutch. Good mm-hmm. but not clutch is running away with yeah. it. Not even close. I figured so. Hour 2, we're going to go with iffy September team that has the best chance to make the playoffs. Your options are Bengals, Jets, Steelers, Vikings. Okay. Bengals, Jets, Steelers, Vikings. Feels like it's going to be Bengals, Steelers, Vikings, Jets. Yes. Probably so. I agree. Yes. By the way, Kirk D. Cousins, 378 yards, two touchdowns. He completed 77% of his passes. He's one of two quarterbacks since 2019 to throw for over 375 yards against the Niners, joining Patrick Mahomes, who did it in Week 7 of 2022. Stat of the day, stat of the day, bop, bop. stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes that one, stat of the day. Bop. It doesn't matter what he does during the regular season. I expect him to put up good numbers during the regular season. They won 13 games last year. They won a ton of close games. But what's it come down to? What do you do in the playoffs? That's it. There's certain, how many players do we go, man, great during the regular season, dot, dot, dot. And then there are guys who are just good in the postseason. 
we we waited for Philip Rivers to do something. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan took his team to the Super Bowl. We were Matthew Stafford. Like, we were waiting for them to have that moment. And then they never had that moment. Matthew Stafford eventually did. You know, Matt Ryan got to the Super Bowl. But Kirk Cousins, he's a good quarterback. Troy Aikman was throwing out verbal bouquets last night. Troy was like, he's a top 10 quarterback. And I go, okay. I'd just like to know who you putting in, who you taking out of your top 10. Yes, yes, Paulie. My, my player comp for Kirk Cousins, it's, it's a little wonky, but I, was, I would go with Tony Romo. I always thought Tony Romo was fantastic during the regular season. Before mm-hmm. he got injured, yeah, yeah. the stats were always good. He, he always kept plays alive. Kept the, they were always a winning team when he was quarterbacking them. They were always above 500. But then the playoffs, it's like nothing really happened. He's 2-4 and four in the playoffs, and, yeah. and his career is kind of somewhat forgettable because of that. Yeah, it's probably a good comp. It, it's wonky, but it's close. Who would you take? I thought Romo had, man, he didn't do it in the postseason. I know. I, I always liked him on the field. But did we hold him to a higher standard, good or bad, because he, he was the quarterback for the Cowboys? He had, Tony Romo had more than 30 touchdown passes five times in his career. I thought that he was a really good quarterback. Not great, but a really good quarterback. Kirk D. Cousins... He can have those games where you go, man, he can play. He can bowl out. And then there'll be those other games where you go, man, what happened? They're, they won because of their defense. Their defense and, and the fact and, the, and their offensive line. So defense and offensive line, if I would have said this team will have the better offense and defensive line last night, you'd say, well, of course, San Francisco. But that wasn't the case. Cousins threw the ball 45 times, didn't get sacked. And they put pressure on Brock Purdy at a couple interceptions there. That's why they won. Yes, Marv. With Tony Romo, it's the same thing as Dak Prescott. I think it's a combination yeah. of Cowboys uh, being a Cowboys quarterback and them having a really good roster. Because even when Romo was there, they were 13-3 and one year with T.O. and Jason Witten, and they had real expectations. So I think it is magnified to you know the 10th degree. Could you imagine if Kirk Cousins played for the Cowboys? And Dak played for the Vikings. Like, we would look at Dak and go, you know, he's a pretty good quarterback. <laughs> the Cowboys, you're like, nah, not going to win with him. Tony Romo in the postseason was 2-4 and four as a starter, but he had eight touchdowns and two picks. Yeah. But he had that moment. Yeah. Where, is that against Seattle? Seattle. Where, uh, Bad snap. Yeah. Yeah. Not his fault. Uh, the tailgate moonshine. Come and get it. Now you, uh, we uh, put it up for grabs on the newsletter last night, and you went and got it, but there's still a few more bottles left. Go to danpatrick.com. Make sure you're uh, sign up for the newsletter, but uh, you can go right now and order it, danpatrick.com. And uh, it's great. It's pumpkin spice maple moonshine, tailgate moonshine. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We just got these in. Crappensburg State hoodie is available. <laughs> you, you didn't ask for it. You don't have to travel to Charlottesville, Pennsylvania to pick up the official hoodie of Crappensburg State University. Also, the uh, CSU Dukes hat, Go Dukes, is also available. Crappensburg State. Uh, Zach in Seattle leads us off. Good morning, Zach. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Uh, second time, long time. Love the show. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I have a stat of the day, but I also wanted to mention some of the facilities at, at Crappensburg State University that may go overlooked. Mm. 
you have the uh, the Gaseous Clay Center for Boxing and the uh, the Cohen Powell School of Foreign Affairs. Really great buildings on campus there. <laughs> What's your stat of Generous the day? Generous donations <laughs> yes, by both. Of course. <laughs> For smirching a couple of American legends. <laughs> stat of the day, Dan. Uh, last night, this kind of breaks my heart as a Mariners fan, but the Rangers, after beating those cheaters in Houston, they actually own home field advantage in the World Series, regardless of the outcome of the NLDS, because the Rangers swept the Phillies, the only series they played, on opening day, starting March 30th, 2023. Stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day, yeah, stat of the day, stat of the day, here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America. Darius Rucker doing the honors there. Time to play Know Your Texas Rangers. Is this a Ranger, a current Ranger, or a made-up name? Polling? We're going to go off the board here after what Marvin said earlier. We're going to go Texas Ranger, New York Ranger hockey player. Oh, combo platter yeah, here. Yeah, this is tough because not a lot of people know a lot about hockey. Not a lot okay. of people know about the Here Texas we Rangers. go. Thank know you. your Rangers. Dan, do you want to play or should I let everybody play? Everybody gets to play. You at home can play. Jonah Heim. Jonah Heim. Obviously a Ranger. Which one? Oh, I didn't know I had to pick that. <laughs> Texas Ranger or New York Ranger hockey player? I'm going to say a Texas Ranger. Anyone? Jonah Heim is a Texas Ranger catcher. Hey, yep. Nailed it. Yep, got it. Nailed it. Yeah. Blake Wheeler. Blake Wheeler. Marvin? I'm going to go Texas Ranger. First of all, it's Balake. <laughs> Balake Wheeler is a New York Rangers winger. Oh! Sounds like a baseball name. It does. It does. Sounds like a relief pitcher, like a middle relief. Let's bring in Blake Wheeler. All right. Who else do you have? Josh Jung or Young. I go Jung. Josh Jung. I'm going to say infielder, Ranger. You are correct. You got the right position. Texas Rangers infielder. Third base. Yeah, good stick. Yeah. You're correct. <laughs> Continue to play Ranger or Ranger. How about a Power Ranger, too? <laughs> All right, we'll throw that in there. <laughs> no, a Power Ranger. Keandre Miller. Keandre Miller, K-A-N-D-R-E. Todd, Todd, I'm going to go to you. I am going to say he is on the ice as a New York Ranger. I'm going to say he is not on either roster. <laughs> oh, that'd be curveball. No, funny. <laughs> He's a New York Rangers defenseman, Keandre right, Miller. St. Paul's own? St. Paul's own. Pride of St. Paul. Travis Jankowski. Travis Jankowski. Sebastian's brother. Correct. Janikowski. Um, Todd, do you want to guess? I'm going to go New York Ranger. You're really wrong. Texas Ranger outfielder, <laughs> Travis Jankowski. Okay, I'm going to make these a little bit easier as we go along because I'm running out of names. Okay. Mika Zibanejad. <laughs> Mika Texas Ranger. Zibanejad. <laughs> I'm going to go New York Ranger. Mika Zibanejad is a New York Rangers center. Hell it's yes, thick. he is. It went a faceoff. Yeah. Joshua Sabors. Joshua. Josh Sabors. Wait, is it Josh or Joshua? His friends call him Josh. <laughs> Neither. Todd? I'm going to say somewhere in the middle relief for the Texas Rangers. I'm giving that to you. He's the Texas Rangers pitcher. All right. All right, how about one more? One more. 
think on this one. This is a toughie. Igor Shesterkin. <laughs> I'm going to say... Oh, hold on. Let me sell the whole name. Okay, Let everyone but... think about it. Igor Shesterkin. Shesterkin. <laughs> He's good. Oh, you... He's a New York Ranger. Between the pipes for the Rangers. Yes, he yes, is. He is. New York Rangers. Boop, boop, boop. Nailed it. Igor Sharetskintin. Yeah. Is it Igor or Igor? Whatever. No. Back to you. Ian Ian. Yeah. Yes, Marv. Paulie, you forgot about Chuck Norris. Chaz Norris. Oh, Texas Ranger. Nice. Well done. Bloop, bloop. Give that to you. All right. That's Know Your Ranger. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Mike in Pennsylvania. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Hey, Mike. 511-165. Calling in today. Today is my son's first birthday, but it was actually one year and two days ago. We were at game four of the NLCS when Kyle Schwarber's home run put my wife into labor. Uh, I was just wondering what you guys would do if you were in that situation. Would you stay until the end of the game, or would you immediately rush to the hospital? Thanks. Uh, I'd go to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, but he, he said that, uh, wait, the baby was a year old. So is this the next baby or this so last year? This was last year, four days before the birth. Or a couple days before the birth. Oh, yeah. I, no, no. First baby, absolutely. You got to be there. Absolutely. I mean, no, you should be there for all of them. I guess what he's saying is they were at the game. Do you leave the game when your life goes, life goes, I'm going into labor? Or do you say, like, we could stay for a few more innings? No. What if your wife says, I'm good? And it doesn't matter. She went into labor. My wife and I were watching the, uh, I think it was like the AF, AFC title game at some friends' houses. And she goes, oh. I think it's go time. I go, should we go now? She goes, oh, we can wait till the game's over. Mm. But it was her call. Yeah, I, you know. I'd say at a baseball game, just trying to get out of a baseball game, traffic. Playoffs, though. Yeah. Uh, playoffs? No. you got you got to get home. you got to get to the uh, hospital. Absolutely. Uh, Chad in Fresno. Hi, Chad. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, guys. Hi, Chad. Um, first time long. First time, long time, uh, an unexpectedly soft uh, six two two ten. I um, I have a uh, a gift to give, but I need a backdrop. Uh, I need to give you a little bit of backdrop for the story first. So I'm a uh, I'm a proud member of the uh, Salted Caramel Seven Thousand Club, twice over, uh, tailgate moonshine, and I'm uh, awaiting now my pumpkin spice maple bottle. With that, um, as you guys have given the gift of tailgate moonshine to the world, I wanted to offer up something from Fresno. Um, little known fact, uh, Fresno State, uh, to support the Bulldogs, has a winery on campus, and they produce a bottle of red wine called Tailgate Red. Um, would you be willing to receive one of those and put it up in the man cave? Uh, you shouldn't drink it. Nobody should do that. But just to, to look and celebrate the Bulldogs from Fresno, what do you think? Yeah, if you want to send it out, we'll take a look. You know, I don't do product placement for people that we're not in business with, but uh, yeah, you know, we'll celebrate the Bulldogs as only we can. Uh, Drake in South Dakota. Hi, Drake. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. How's it going? Great. Six, three, two, ten. <clears throat> hey, you guys were talking about uh, uh, famous songs for team. Uh, Tech Nine has a song called Red Kingdom for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Have you heard that one? Um, no, no, we haven't done a deep dive on this, but uh, we were talking about the uh, Miami 
Marlins, Scott Stapp had a song. that, uh, And then uh, Eddie Vedder had a song about the Cubs. We were looking at... Did we look at any other musicians with songs, Marvin? Oh, Wiz Khalifa has a song, Black and Yellow. It's for, for the Steelers? Pittsburgh Steelers. Does Snoop have a song about his Steelers, I would think? I think the Raiders. Oh, no, Ice Cube has a song about the Raiders. Ice Cube does, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'd be I curious. think Lil Wayne has a song about the Packers, too. Oh, okay. He's a big Packers fan. Yeah. We're going to do those songs for coming. For Friday, yeah. Yeah, for Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Fritzy is going to do a cover of Scott Stapp's song about the Florida Marlins. That'll be for Friday. Uh, Sam in L.A. Hi, Sam. What's on your mind today? By the way, we'll talk to uh, Marcus Sme- uh, Spears. Marcus Smears from uh, the Mothership will join us. Uh, the big swagoo, I think, is what they call him. Um, hey, Sam. Hey, good morning, Dan. I love the show. Fifth time, long time. Grandfather's in the Hall of Fame. I give tours of the Rose Bowl. I love your show. A rhetorical question. If you were starting a football franchise today, I tried to call in yesterday, but I couldn't. Who would you take as your quarterback, Jalen Hurts or Tua? And then ask this question. He went to Alabama, then Oklahoma, and when he introduces himself before the game, which school do you think he gave credit that he went to? And uh, see if you guys know the answer. All right. Uh, I would take Jalen Hurts over Tua. I would have to look at durability. Um, I... I, okay, it's going to sound strange to say this. I'm not completely sold on Jalen Hurts yet. I think he is in a great situation. I don't think he's looked particularly sharp this year. Um, but it's a learning curve here. And that's where usually after two, maybe three years, you really have a true sense. He's really good. He was great in the Super Bowl. But there's some moments where I just go, okay, um, you know, he shouldn't be missing those throws. He has good receivers, great offensive line. Uh, they just picked up a defensive back from the Titans. I mean, that's a great organization. Um, and to uh, the durability part of this, and you know, he he does throw some passes. He puts his wide – I mean, Waddle got hurt. He puts his wide receivers in some delicate situations there. But I would take Jalen Hurts over uh, Tua. Uh, and – who does Jalen Hurts say with uh, his alma mater or when he gets introduced on Sunday Night Football? Yes, Paul. I think this might be a trick question. I don't know. I'll bet he says like high school or something so he doesn't have to say Oklahoma or Alabama and alienate a fan base. But mm-hmm. I don't know the answer. Why don't we see what he said on Sunday Night Football? But I don't – if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm not worried about alienating Alabama. They ran me out of town. They replaced me during the national title game. Like – no, I'm going to say Oklahoma. But he probably said his high school. Yes, uh, yes, Tom. I like when they give their elementary school. Every once in a while, I go to PS216, LaSalle, or something like that. But I like Justin Pugh when he got introduced. It's like, Justin Pugh, straight off the couch. Because <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't played in a couple of years there. All right, uh, we'll talk to uh, Marcus Spears, who will join us. Robert Ori in an hour from now. Did you reach out to Shaq, see if Shaq would call in, since he keeps saying that Robert Ory should be a Hall of Famer. I'd love for Shaq to call in when Robert joins us. All right, we'll take a break, and uh, we're back after this Dan Patrick show. Keeper's heart. I had some keeper's heart last night. I went to a wine tasting event, and you know where you get to pour the wine out in a, in a big canister there? So you take a sip, and then I said to my wife, I said, Hun, I, I'm not going to be here for the long haul. And I went home and I was having some Keeper's Heart with a cigar 
and it tasted great because they have the 10-year single malt. That was just named the world's best Irish whiskey by the Tasting Alliance. Keeper's Heart. They have combined the smooth character of Irish whiskey, the bold flavors of American whiskeys. They deliver a unique taste experience worthy of the record books. And the person who's leading the charge is one of the top distillers in the world, Brian Nation. He was with Ireland's most famous whiskey company, decided to come to the United States and make Keeper's Heart. Thank you. We imported him. Keeper's Heart, a truly new and unique style of whiskey that brings together the best of Irish and American whiskeys. If you're a whiskey fan, give it a try. Enjoy $10 off your whiskey purchase at KeepersHeartWhiskey.com. Make sure you use the promo code DAN2023. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Light. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. 
From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz making electric extraordinary. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling all Mercedes. The choice, that's all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ. Christian McCaffrey has now scored a touchdown in 16 consecutive games. If you placed a $1,000 bet on Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown in week 13 of last season and kept rolling it over with the same bet week by week, how much money do you think you would have made on Christian McCaffrey scoring a touchdown in 16 consecutive games? If you said $1 million, you would be correct. If you just kept laying the same bet over and over and over, that's 16 consecutive games. Marcus Spears, ESPN analyst, former defensive end, and you can see him on NFL Live every afternoon, weekdays for Eastern, with uh, Mina Kimes, Laura Rutledge, Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark. Also, you can catch him on Monday Night Countdown as well. He joins us on the program. Great to see you again, Swagoo. If I didn't watch the game last night, how would you describe it? How would you sum it up? Uh, masterful f- performance from Kirk Cousins in this offense and a masterful masterful performance from Brian Flores, the defensive coordinator from Minnesota. Um, listen, man, I'm not going to um, dismiss the fact that Debo Samuel and Trent Williams didn't play. That's a big deal for that team and what they like to do. But we know what this league is, and you got to overcome that sometimes. I, I give Minnesota all the credit in the world. This was a two and five football team coming into this game. Um, last night on Monday Night Countdown, every one of us picked the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm sure most of America did as well if you wasn't a Viking fan. But I think what they did last night um, should boost this team. But more importantly, walking away from the performance that Kirk Cousins put together against a defense that we all respect and have a lot of um a lot of admiration for uh was what w- would probably be the story of the game uh for me but also you can say the Niners didn't have Debo or Trent Williams but the Vikings didn't have the best receiver in the game in Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson. So. absolutely it looked like they did though <laughs> with Jordan Addison yeah uh <laughs> do you have more concern for the Niners or more hope for the Vikings probably Probably more – I would walk away from that game more hope for the Vikings. Um, now, look, they dug themselves a big hole, but they, they made a they made a good move to try to get out of it uh, with that win last night. I'm not worried about the 49ers, man. Um, it's too large of a sample size of, of Kyle Shanahan. It's too large of a sample size of when all of these guys are healthy. Now, which is a big deal now, D.P., like, we know injuries happen in this league, and they got to figure out a way to overcome it when Debo is not available, um, who I think changes that entire offense. We could talk about Brandon Ayuk being the number one wide receiver. We could talk about Christian McCaffrey and how great he is for sure. Debo Samuel is the guy that changes the picture for that offense with what he does after the catch. So missing him, you miss a big part. See, here's the difference. You not only miss a player, when it comes to Debo Samuel, you miss a scheme. You miss the way you're able to call plays, which is a completely different thing than when we just talking about a really good player being out of the game, like Justin Jefferson, to your point with the Minnesota Vikings. But um, I I think the Minnesota Vikings, one, needed that win, but more importantly, they needed a win against a really good team to say, look, man, we still 
we still can pull that out of ourselves when need be. I'm trying to figure out who I know is real. Like after six, seven <laughs> games, I like are the Eagles okay? You, you got a, a solid feeling about them. The Chiefs, yeah. do you have a solid feeling? Like how many teams do you go, I know exactly who you are? DP, I think if we had to hang our head on, on two people or teams in this league, it's Kansas City and Philly. Okay. Right? Like the most consistent thing in the NFL is Patrick Mahomes. Um, regardless of whatever, it could be absolute chaos around the rest of this league. He's gonna be he's gonna be that one thing in the NFL that you drop into any game on Sunday and you feel like his team can win, no matter what the circumstances are, because of who he is. And Philly with their the way that they play football, as long as look, and, and this is a big as long as as of right now, the turnovers are a problem in Philly right now. But they are so talented and so able to play the game the way they want to, um, that they can overcome that, unlike many other teams. I mean, sure, we saw San Francisco last night turn the ball over three times and they couldn't overcome it. Yeah. Philly turns it over and they overcome it. I mean, that's a six and one football team. And obviously you point to the loss against the Jets, which is a which is a bad loss for them. But ultimately they still had a chance to win that game with three turnovers in that game as well. So Philly and Kansas City right now. And, and DP, I don't know why the hell, okay? We we always, Kansas City is going to be good. <laughs> they are going to be in the playoffs. They are the more the most sure thing in the NFL, regardless of how we get into how they look in certain games or the offense is not clicking or it's new wide receivers. We got to see if they're going to come along. The Kansas City Chiefs are the surest thing in the NFL, and obviously it's because of Pat, but it's also Travis Kelsey. It's also Andy Reid and that staff. And, oh, by the way, this year they got a top-five defense in the NFL. Talking to Marcus Spears of the Mothership, former NFL defensive end, what would you do against the uh, brotherly shove, the tush-push as a defensive player, and what do you think about that play? I don't have a problem with the play at all, DP. I think – this league is about finding an advantage, about finding something you can do that nobody can stop. Because I know if there's a defensive call that you can make that is going to guarantee a sack every time you call it, teams will be calling it every year, every game, every second. Um, so that's how I feel about the idea of the brotherly show. Now, DP, let's get into some old school football. You remember when I was on set with you? at the Super Bowl in Arizona, and I put my hands on y'all and almost threw y'all over that balcony. Yeah. Um, I think what you have to do um, is not what's allowed in this league anymore. You 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 got to try to make these offensive linemen hate having to do the touch push. And that means getting under them. That means taking knees out. Um, not Not injury, but when we used to play goal line, when I was in the league, we would try to make – the offensive lineman flat for our linebackers to be able to come over the top. And when I say taking these out, I don't want people to get it misconstrued. I ain't trying to tear no ACLs or nothing like that. You are literally trying to cut the offensive lineman so all of your guys on the second level can come over the top and it becomes a one-on-one tackle with the quarterback. The issue that people have with the Philadelphia Eagles is Jalen Hurst is as strong as all of his offensive linemen. So that's why it's so successful there. Um, but 
I don't I don't think I don't think there should even be a conversation about taking it out of the game. It's an advantage that the Philadelphia Eagles have found and they should use it until it don't work anymore. Yeah, I'm not concerned about Jalen Hurts getting hurt. I'm I'm concerned about those offensive and defensive linemen. If you want to take it out of the game for safety, and yeah. Kel- Kelsey's even talked about this. Like it it's brutal on these offensive linemen. And I Absolutely. wonder if they can use it kind of under that uh, I don't know, that curtain of, hey, these guys could get hurt and it's all about safety. But if you have an advantage and they they run that, how many, what were the numbers, Paulie, on the Eagles using it like 75 times? They, they Out of 77 tries, they only didn't get it three times, and that was on third down, and they got it on a subsequent fourth down. Yeah. And nobody's even like close. like 93% with yeah. the thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody had, I, I don't have a problem with it. It's their advantage. If anybody yeah. else is going to be able to do it, uh, then go ahead and do it. If I said you could have Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. Oh, we. That's a, That's probably one of the greatest questions I've ever gotten, DP. Uh, I would probably have to go Tyreek. Dang it, and that's hard. Um, I just think he influences what you have to do defensively more than anybody in the NFL. Um, and he has the one thing that regardless of um, ability that you can't really defend, and that's speed. His speed is different than everybody else's. And I think when you have – I'm not even talking about the playmaking ability. If you ask me as far as these two guys making plays, I would probably take Kelsey because Kelsey is with – and he's also with Mahomes, but – he the critical downs is what I think Travis Kelsey is is the guy that you would want, and most of the time you're in those situations in big games. But as far as taking one of those guys to start with, it's Tyreek because his speed is going to force a lot of people to do things that they don't want to do. And it's interesting when I watch the Chiefs, I know the ball is going to Kelsey. The defense <laughs> knows the ball is going to Kelsey. He had 11 targets in the first half. I mean, it's not a surprise. Like, hey, who's eighty-seven? It's you got to stop Mahomes and you got to stop number eighty-seven. Even yeah. when you know that's when you know it's like basketball. When you got a guy who goes, "I'm going to score on you," and you can't do anything about can't it. Do anything about it. And I'm going to tell hey, you but, what I'm going to do, and you can't do anything about it. But DP, this is what I hear from like when we've been on the road with uh, some teams and defensive guys. What I hear from them is it's all improv with them dudes like you could study a thing on film right like i played with jason Witten, who i think is one of the greatest tight ends to ever play but jason Witten was going to run an option route and he was going to run a scene and those were the two routes that you had to try to stop now a lot of people were very unsuccessful at it but those were the thing man if you look at some route combinations like we we have this little thing that'll show you the route combinations and what a guy did on a particular route travis kelsey looked like he's zigzagging Sometimes he just find an open area. Him and Pat are so in sync with, with each other to your point, like basketball, where it's like, it's like Malone and Stockton, right? It's like, look, man, we're going to run this pick and roll. And there's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Cause you don't know what, you don't know if I'm going to pull up and shoot. If you try to double team call, if you jump me and jump the, jump the screen, I'm going to drop it off to him. And Oh, by the way, we got these complimentary pieces out here. 
that I could kick out for a three-pointer with, with Rice and with Miko. I love the fact that they got Miko back, too. Um, his understanding, it changes a lot. But Travis Kelsey and, and, and Pat Mahomes, they improv football week in and week out, and there's no defense for that. Are you a Laker fan? I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a Pelicans fan. Oh, I'm a New Orleans Pelicans fan, but I'm a LeBron fan. Have you met LeBron? Nope. Nope. He shouted me out on Twitter one time. It felt really good. Um, he talked about he uh, he liked when I'm on TV. <laughs> um, but I haven't met him in person. He actually his his youngest daughter Zuri just started playing volleyball, and you know. My daughter is number one player in the country in volleyball. And I commented on his uh, post when Zura is playing volleyball. I said, welcome, brother. Because, like, if DP, if you go to these volleyball tournaments, it's nothing but NBA and NFL players <laughs> watching their daughters. It's like, a, it's, like the, it's like a home. It's like a home, a therapy home for former <laughs> pro athletes. <laughs> I used to see Tim Duncan, uh, Tyson Chandler. I used to see everybody. Um, but – uh, I come in and he was like, yeah, man, congratulations to your daughter. She a beast. And um, <laughs> my daughter saw it and she was like, that LeBron know me. I don't need, I don't care about nothing else. <laughs> so I can't tell her nothing. <laughs> are basketball players tough? Yeah, I think they are. Because I played. Compared to football players? Um, I think it's a different kind of tough, right? You got to think too, though. A lot of these guys play football. Like, you're, you you know this generation of, like, this generation of NBA guys now are sports-specific, right? But if you go back to LeBron era and all those guys before that, we all were multiple-sport guys, bro. What like, do you we think, all played. What do you think Michael Jordan would have been like as a football player? Uh, he would have had to play wide receiver, um, and I think he would have been really good. Athletic, long, fast. Um, strong. Would he been Randy Moss? No. Randy Moss. No. <laughs> no. Nobody. Nobody's Randy Moss. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Could he have been the most talented, not the best, but the most talented receiver to ever play? MJ? No, no. Randy Moss. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. So here's my thing, DP. T.O., Randy, Jerry Wright, and Calvin Johnson. To me, and I put Jerry in there. I don't think Jerry was like a, a sick athlete. No, I thought Jerry was just a phenomenal technician at what he did and understood how to play the position probably better than anybody ever. But those other three that I just named, those are the elite athletes mixed with the ability to play receiver at a very high level to me. That's different than anybody else. I think Justin Jefferson is trending in that direction. Mm. It's going to take a long time. To get there, I think he's one of those guys that that could potentially be in that conversation. But when it comes to Randy, when it comes to uh, T.O., and when it comes to Calvin Johnson, I think those are the guys athletically and wide receiver rise that are different than anybody else. Yeah, and fits in there too. Larry Fitzgerald is somewhere in there. We don't mention him, I think, because it wasn't like super flashy like a lot of these guys. But if you go over Fitz's career, big physical, hands were as sure as tax day, right? Like, so it's a, it's a few guys. But them three, for me, with the athleticism and the, and the position are, are different than everybody else. 
Good to visit with you again. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate your time. As always, my brother, I still haven't got one of them trinkets off your desk. So can somebody get and on there, please? And you are welcome to come down for a meet Friday. All right. Any Let's Friday. Any Friday, you tell me when you're coming down. You tell me what you want to eat. I'll fire up the Traegers. And don't yes, bring sir. Orlovsky. I'm not going to bring Orlovsky because we're going to have seasoning on the food. And the other thing is, DP, the great thing about Meat Friday on the Traeger is I can cook with you, bro, because you know I know what I'm doing on there. You can do it. All right, fellas. How about we have a As sleepover? Always, we'll have a sleepover, and then we do Meat Friday. <laughs> I'm with it. Let's record. Let's 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 film it. Let's okay. film it. Okay. All right. All right. Get Thanks. a big ass sleeping bag for me though, DP. Okay. I need a big sleeping bag. <laughs> also, also three uh, sleeping bags together to put you in there. <laughs> Thank you, man. All right, my brother. Take Marcus care, Spears. He is the the big swagoo. You can see him with Laura Rutledge, Mina Kimes, Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark. NFL Live every weekday, four in the afternoon. We'll take a break. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It's Big Ten Saturday night, Ohio State, Wisconsin. Saturday on NBC and Peacock. Here comes Saturday night presented by Discover. Spend some time with Robert Ori coming up next hour. Could he get into the Hall of Fame as a contributor? I don't know if if you've played, could you be a Hall of Famer because you've contributed to the game? We see a lot of writers, broadcasters, they're contributors, maybe uh, an assistant coach or something. Could Robert Ori get in as a contributor? Yes, Eden. Why would it be a contributor and not a player? Well, he he contributed. He hit big shots. He just didn't have a, enough of a sustained career where the numbers would bear that. Like Julian Edelman. What he did, one of the great postseason receivers of all time. So he would basically, Julian Edelman would get in for the same reason that, say, Joe Buck got in. That feels horribly insulting. <laughs> to Joe Buck? Uh, or Julian Edelman? No. Oh. Um, but could Robert Ory be sort of what Julian Edelman is, or vice versa? That they're not, they didn't have Hall of Fame careers as far as stats, but... Bob hit some of the biggest shots in NBA history. Heck yeah. And Edelman had some of the biggest catches in Super Bowl history. Yes, Paul. Robert Ory played 17 seasons. He, he started 43% of his game. Okay. Uh, he, he morphed into a bench player, um, a high-end bench player. So mm-hmm. it's not an insult. He averaged seven points a game in his career and five rebounds. So yeah. the stats do nothing. He's got no all-star appearances, not really even that close. His best year was 12 points. That said, he's got, he was partially responsible for seven titles. Yes, Todd. I'm with Seton on this. You put them in outright if they're good enough or if they've done enough as a player. That's part of being a player is contributions you made as a player. And if you don't think he's good enough to be a player, contributor is more insulting than anything else. Okay. I, I just I just put it out there. It is a Hall of Fame, not a Hall of Stats. You place in the game. Robert Ory has a place in the game. Yeah. Yes, say he, contributor. Yeah, I know, but I... Is, is harsh. Okay, but... Do I just say Hall of Famer and that's it? Leave it at that? Yeah. Okay. You know, he's not a Hall of Famer. Well, your contributions to the game whilst <laughs> playing was not that of the other <laughs> Hall of Fame players, but it was in a Bob Costas kind of way. Oh. Yes. That <laughs> yes, is Todd. just If I'm brutal. reading some great column or article or book and then somewhere in the fine print it says, so-and-so contributed to this report, I'm like, to me, that's not anything. Okay. So now you're downplaying Robert Ory. I think he either needs to be in as a player is or he a not Hall of at all. Is he a Hall of Famer? I think he is. Okay. Seton, Robert Ory, a Hall of Famer. I don't know what... <laughs> I just said no for two minutes. I know. No, but he should go in as a player. But don't put him Seton, in do you think Robert Ory is a Hall of Fame player? Um, That's a no. That's a no. Okay. He might not be a Hall of Fame player, but I might take his career over other Hall of Famers. Okay. He had, his career might be one of the most underappreciated careers because he played for a hell of a long time. He won a lot, which is being on a winning team is tremendously uh, fulfilling. Okay. 
Even if you're not the guy or the third out? guy. Who are you taking out of the Hall of Fame? I don't know if I have to remove. I don't yes, you do. If there's a limit, like, we're only letting 100 in. That's to. it. We're only letting 100 in, and that's it. Would you rather have Ben Wallace's career or Robert Ory's? I'm going to go big shot Bobbert. KB, you're not in the Hall of Fame, and Ben is. Yeah, but I still, I got stories. Okay. <laughs> yes, Paul. I'll go first by saying I don't think Robert Ory will get in or should get in the Hall of Fame. I wonder if you asked him this. Would he rather be in the Hall of Fame or three rings of honor? The Houston Rockets ring of honor, the Lakers ring of honor, if they have it, or retired jerseys, and the Spurs. Because you can make the case that he could be in three different teams, ring of honors, retired jerseys. I think I'd rather be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, not me. Because if I'm in the Hall of Fame, chances are I'm in some rings of honor. Maybe. So, <laughs> yes. Like Carmelo's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't know if he's going in any rings of honors. Maybe Probably Denver? not. Uh, I don't, that didn't end well. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. Uh, Marvin, what do you think? No. No? All right. Let's get this out now. I don't want to do it right before. And let's bring in Robert Orr, who joins us now. Yes, Ted. Play 30 minutes a night? Put up. <laughs> he wasn't one of the top players, but he wasn't exactly along for the ride and just lucked out into Would being on Would you rather have Julian Edelman's career, Robert Ory's career? Nobody's asking that question today. Yes, Paul. Edelman was a starter for six seasons. He had 100 catches, 92 catches, 105, 98. He, he produced. Would you rather be Julian Edelman or Robert Ory? Todd. Robert Ory, because Brady drowns out some of Edelman's accomplishments. Seton. Bob. Marvin. Bob. Paulie. Edelman. Well, being a shooter, I'm going Robert Ory. He'll join us coming up. Final hour in this Tuesday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.